Hello, Mima. Hi there, my drama. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good today. I mean, the sun is shining, which is more than I can say that I'm used to around this time. I'm I'm still getting over having sun almost 24-7 in Texas versus the weather that I had in New York. <laughs> I know. I know. We're very fortunate that we do have sunshine most of the time. To a lot of people, it's a little too warm in Texas, but that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Yep. Exactly. Um, I am really, um, I don't know what you're going to say to my icebreaker. You have two options. Would you rather be the funniest person or the smartest person in the room? I like both of them. I like both of them. I know. I'd like to be the funniest, smart person. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's what you already are, Mima. (laughs) No. Definitely want to be the funniest, smart person in the room because I've always wanted to make people laugh as a profession and be a stand-up comedian, but um, that didn't work out either. So, um, no, I want to be the funniest, smart person. I'll just take both of them. (laughs) You're just going to take both of them. Okay, I'll give it to you. I think, honestly, I would like to be the funniest person in the room because when people are laughing and they're enjoying themselves, I feel like you get to learn a lot more about people. And so I don't want to be the smartest person in the room because then you don't have room left to learn. And so if you're the funniest person in the room, you can make people engage with you and you learn more about them and about yourself, which I think would be super cool. That's correct. (laughs) absolutely absolutely correct I could not agree with you more oh all right what's your icebreaker Mima I don't have an icebreaker today I did no you don't want to get to know me no I think (laughs) my my ice cube melted in my in my uh drive dirty martini and um I I thought no I really don't have an icebreaker I wanted us to just talk and it Mm -hmm. the Of course, the best way to talk is to ask a question about somebody else, because that's how you socially get to know people. If you're shy and withdrawn and into you and um, not really socially inept, the best way to get to know people is to ask them questions. um, Okay. It's really nice to meet you. What is it that you do? And get them to talking about themselves. So what Mm -hmm. we're talking about on today's pod is what everyone else is thinking. So today I just don't have a question. Okay. I'm here for that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I have a lot of. Okay. Let me know. Go for it. Okay. Here's a lot of questions for you. Let's start. Uh, with something a little bit easy that I think you will have a lot to speak on. Someone submitted a question and they said, I'm 54 years old. Am I too old to start my own business? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Go for it. Write it down. Get a plan. Look at it. See, do your research. Today, you can get free research just by pushing the button on the internet get all the research you need, get all the background you need, go for it. Absolutely. Every second you waste is is a wasted period of time. You can do anything yep. you want. First of all, you have to believe in your potential. Nothing is impossible. And then you can break the limitation barrier. I like it, Mima. 
I, yeah. I got that question and I was like, oh, Mima is going to put them straight. You're never oh. too old to stand up know. for your thoughts and your belief and oh. what you want to do with your life. Heck no. Go for it now. I love Don't it. Don't <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So another question that was submitted is, how can I spend quality time with my significant other if both of our schedules are so full and when we get home, we're just exhausted? It's very simple. Okay, so the most important thing to do is to make an appointment with each other. Get your calendars out, mark a time, and make an appointment. If you think your business world is more important than each other, you're mistaken and you're in the wrong meetings during the day. You got to be in a meeting with your most important relationship. So mm-hmm. pencil it in. No. Erase the pencil, put it in pen, ink, ink (laughs) it in, black marker it, marker it in big, bold letters. Do it now. Don't waste another minute. That's irritating. There is no, there is no excuse for not making time for each other. If you're coming home poop, then do it during the day. You've Mm got to have 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. Unexcusable, not acceptable. No, that's it. (laughs) I've spoken. I've spoken. Yeah. I I mean, you can, even if it's 20 minutes in the morning and waking Mm -hmm. up an extra 20 minutes early, so you can have a cup of coffee together. I think it's just super important to have that one-on-one time so that you know what you're working towards together. Well, you know, 20 minutes earlier in the morning. Yes, I agree with you. However, listen to what these people are saying. All they're living for is going to work and having meetings. (laughs) Get a life. No, schedule (laughs) your life. Enjoy today, now. Unacceptable. (laughs) The meemaw has spoken. Uh, Hey, really, unacceptable. Too too much going on, too much going on. Step back, take one step back and look at what your calendar looks like. And it's pushing you and giving you stress and making you trying to figure out how you can squeeze in your most important relationship. Bull corn. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope that everyone as the Meemaw is giving you her advice and chastising you, pull out your calendars right now and just in pen, in ink, write down some quality time with your significant other. I do think you it puts it in perspective. Yeah. What, what we do work to live. And so you can't let it overtake your life. You got it. All right. So another question that we have submitted this week is how long should you be with someone before you start talking about or actively trying to have a family? Whoa. <laughs> <clears throat> I think that part of the conversation of getting to know each other to begin with mm. are questions that involve that. Right. Well, I think you talk about family and religion and political thoughts and personal thoughts and the way you do things all during the course of a relationship. So that is in the getting to know you process. And that process is during the very first year, I think, that you know someone. Surely those conversations come up. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, you can't wait until after you get married or after you decide to be a couple that you want to say, oh, have you ever thought about having six children? 
No. That's, no. No. We, no. No, 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 no. What we need to do is to be open with each other, sit down, have a friggin' conversation and get on with it. I uh-huh. mean, talk to each other. Who are you? What kind of person are you? Who are your friends like? What do you like to do? What don't you like? What's your favorite color? You want 10 children or three children? (laughs) I mean, you know, you got to talk about these things before you really get serious. Because if you find out that it's not going to work in a conversation, it certainly isn't going to work when you lay in bed and make a baby. (laughs) That is very true. No, it's very true. Yeah. So you think about a year (laughs) and then having those conversations as you are dating and stuff like that. Exactly. Love it. Exactly. Day one. Day one. It's who you are. (laughs) Um, Another question. So there's two questions that kind of go hand in hand. I I personally feel Um, the first one, and I think the easier of the two is: Is it necessary to know everything about your partner's past relationships? I don't think we ever really know somebody completely. Mm. I don't think that in in a regular conversation, I still am learning things about Papa that he did as a child or that his parents said or his friends did. And we're together almost 50 years. Yeah. So I don't I don't think you ever really 100% will know everything. But I mean if my person that I want in my relationship has been illegal, immoral <laughs> in some way and been reprimanded for it, I think I would want to know that. Right. I would want to know that person. So I think some of some of our tragic background, we, we don't want to share. Mm-hmm. But I think in the long run, you're better off being open and honest because you don't want it to come out 10 years later. Right. If it's something that would be embarrassing. Do you know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. You know, you know, if you want to pick your nose in public, that's something different. That's something I can see. We're talking about a really deep rooted problem that somebody has that they don't want to share. And if it's immoral or illegal, um, uh, I, I don't, I don't want a surprise like that. Um, I, 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 I don't think everybody, I don't think everything that has happened to me needs to be out in the open, but it eventually comes out anyway in a conversation. And I don't want the people I love to be surprised in a wrong way. A hundred. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. And then kind of playing off of this, just a question that I have listening to you talk. I know that in my generation and friends and even myself, where you have that anxiety of you have to have the conversation of like your past exes or how many people that you guys have slept with. Did you ever have that when you were dating people? Did you have to have that like weird conversation or was that just not a thing? Um, It really wasn't a thing. Yeah. Because in in my day, nobody said, how many people did you sleep with? That was just <laughs> not a question. Um, oh. No, it wasn't a question. Um, I, I, it, I'm sure it is today. Anything is yeah. possible today. But <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, if, a, if I were to have a relationship all over again, I don't know that I would even ask that. I, you know, um, <laughs> I, 
No, I wouldn't ask that question. <laughs> the other part of that is, I, I don't know. I mean, I, it's none of their business. Yeah. It's none of your business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's N-O-Y-B, and it's N-O-Y-B, and it's not liquid. Uh, it's, you know, it's none of your business, and it's not bring your own booze. Um, I, you know, I just, I, I can't imagine, you know, I'm going to share with you what I know and, and you're going to meet people in my life as life goes on. And the, uh, this young man and I dated when we were in high school, whether we had sex or not is immaterial. We had a relationship. Mm-hmm. We liked each other. Uh, however, now I have to think about it a little bit more. Uh, in my, in my day, that was not something you did as actively as the young people do it today. That's and I true. Kind of think, yeah, I mean, really. And I kind of think uh, you guys have it right. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Why not test the water and see if that's what you like? And if it isn't, that's part of the no. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, growing <laughs> up, there was like a conversation where that happened with my mom where she was like, I will respect any choice that you make. But I will say that, like, if you don't know what your sexual chemistry is before you get married, you may get exactly. married and then not have any sexual chemistry with this person. Exactly. So I agree with that now that I think about it, you know, and I like today. <laughs> I think that, 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 you know, let's have a little fun in the hay while we can and see if we're compatible there. And then you know yeah. what you like and you dislike and, and you can go forward in that way. Love you know? it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, another question that was submitted for us this week is, how do I keep my wounds from my last relationship from affecting my current one? That's a very easy question to answer. Mm. You take those wounds, you drop them on the cement, you look down at the cement, you give it a three or four stomp, <laughs> you th- sweep them up and put them in the trash and move the heck on. Mm. What happened is not going to change. It's going to make you the better person to understand who you are what you want, what you don't want, and good riddance to bad rubbish and stomp on it and get it out of the way. Yeah. Got it. Done. Done. Kick it to the curb. Yeah. I will say just from working through wounds of my own, like past relationships, it's also a lot of working on yourself and yeah, you can't put that on the current partner that you're with. And you may just need some time to work through it with yourself or with a paid professional, which is what I had to do. Like there, there, that's a journey you have to go on by yourself before you bring someone else into it. Sure. Sure. And you have to take every moment for what it is and decide whether you want to keep it and grow with it or get rid of it. And that's it. Right. That's it. I mean, I, I, I don't want anything to hinder the smile on my face today. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the tears that I had yesterday. I have to go forward. This is all I've got. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay. Another question that was submitted is I got into a huge fight with one of my closest friends and I'm very struggle like I'm struggling very much to forgive them. What is some advice that you have on forgiving someone who's hurt your feelings? 
The first thing we have to do is to understand that words hurt. A punch hurts worse because you feel it at that moment, but words tend to linger in your thoughts and in your mind, and words can hurt just as much as a physical punch. Yeah. You cannot pick your family. You can pick your friends. Mm. If that friend is meaningful to you and you want to be that person's friend, grow up and <laughs> apologize for what you believe you have done wrong to offend your friend. Mm -hmm. Take the ball and use it correctly. It's in your hands and you're the only one that can correct it. I don't think that a good friend is somebody you want to offend, hurt intentionally. And if you feel like you did, then the best advice I can give is that a good friend knows all your stories. A best friend helped you write them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's one to think about. I really like that. And what would you, I mean, this is just me asking you personally, but how do you define a best friend, Mima? My father did that for me. Oh. Uh, I was about 10 years old and he knew that he was not well and he knew that he probably would die. He had cancer. And he said to me, I'm going to tell you something, some things in the next week or two that you probably don't understand today, but you will one day. You will meet in your lifetime hundreds of people, if not thousands of people. You will get to know hundreds of people. If in your lifetime you are lucky enough to call five names as best friends, consider yourself very lucky. I thought he was just smoking something funny. I don't know what <laughs> I thought at 10 years old. I just thought, oh, you know, that's just a bunch of malarkey. But I remembered it. And I remembered it because I have known hundreds of people. I completely trust, admire, and respect the five on my hand. Mm. If you can get that five, then you're very, very lucky. Maybe more. I don't know. But for somebody to totally accept you for you and knows all your stories and helps you write those stories. Yeah. That's a friend mm. that you can count on, pick up the phone and call, cry, laugh, listen to them. And they're always there. It may be somebody you met in high school, college. It may be somebody you met 10 years ago. And I know that to be true because a best friend can come into your life in a very short period of time or over a long period. Yeah. But most people really don't have more than five. And you are very, very lucky if you have five of those people oh, in your life. Extremely, extremely mm -hmm. lucky. And I to, to make it kind of funny, one of the other things my father said to me as a little girl, he apparently knew I was going to grow and and get taller. Um, yeah. and, uh, if any of our listeners are out there that are 
uh, still in their growth period and growing up and uh, beginning to grow. My family used to call me Sparrow Mm -hmm. because a sparrow is a teeny tiny little bird. And I was a teeny tiny little person, teeny tiny. They never thought I would grow. And today I am six feet tall. So the name Sparrow certainly did not apply, but I got my growth spurt very late in life. Yeah. Yes. My father said to me, and it's very true in my case, um, he said, little girl, I want you to stand up straight. Now, I'm 10 years old. Okay. I had no idea what he was talking about. But, and I don't know if you've heard this story drama, but I was 10 years old. And he kind of poked me right in the middle of my back. And he said, I want you to always stand up straight because when you're grown one way or the other, people will always look up to you. Oh, so I love that. that. And I remembered that. That is awesome. Especially considering I'm like the shortest person in our family. I really love your father. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. With my dad being six, five and my brother being six, three, I'm, I'm a little pipsqueak. Yep. 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 But you're not a pipsqueak. No. (laughs) Because one way or the other, people will always look up to you. Yeah. I like that advice. And with all my ballet training and stuff like that, I am constantly reminded to put my shoulders back and with my head and chin up. So I definitely try to carry myself with distinction. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, the last question that we have for today's episode is how do you set boundaries for yourself? Because um, the person who submitted this question say they really struggle with saying the word no. That's a very difficult thing for a lot of people to do is to say no because they're afraid they're going to hurt somebody's feeling feelings or they're going to think badly of them. Yeah, I'm um, one of them. I struggle with saying no all the time. I'm a people pleaser to the nth degree. Um, well, you have to you have to fill your mind with truth, mm. and truth will cast out error. So I truly believe that if you tell yourself the truth all the time, you're going to be able to say no. Yeah. Uh, it, it No to what? No to being part of another organization. No to taking on a meeting. No to having sex. No to uh, going on a blind date. No to what? I have trouble saying no, because I don't want somebody to be disappointed in what I say. Yeah. But you can always say, thank you so much for asking. I would like to think about that and get back with you. Mm -hmm. Always answer their question positively. Thank you so much for thinking of me. I mean, unless we're talking about sex and you really don't want to have it, just plain (laughs) old flat say no. Right. No, no. No. Um, Just like that, multiple times. No, absolutely not. No, like, what are you, crazy? Um, (laughs) You know, or it could be a yes, too. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. You've got to make up your mind Mm -hmm. what you're willing to do. And if if somebody says they want you to do something, say, thank you so much for asking. Let me think about that and I'll get back with you. 
especially if it cost you caught you off guard. Yeah. I love that sentence all my life. Thank you so much for asking. Let me just get back with you on that. Give yourself again, space and time to think and actually make a decision. Yes, unless it's an emotional thing that you have to make a decision right that moment. You know, right. you know, bada bing, bada bing. Hmm. What's the most yeah. important no you've said recently, Mima? Oh, what's the most important no I've said recently? Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to eat in this restaurant because I walked in the door and the floor was dirty, and there were too many people in the restaurant. And Papa and I looked at each other and said, "No, we're leaving." <laughs> That's good. Just walked out. Good. My money, my time. No. No. I think that's a very important no, Mima. Especially yes, with today's world. Yes. The floor was dirty. There were too many people socially together. And the wait staff was just hanging around doing nothing. And we looked at each other. No way. Out. No. Gone. They tried to stop us going out and said, Thank you so much. Goodbye. Not complaining, <laughs> not going to complain because they've got their problems. They've got to get through it. It's very difficult right now, but I don't have to pay for that, which I do not intend to pay for, which yeah. I don't want. And that's I mean, your I'm boundary to say no. Yeah, yeah. it's my boundary. I'm going to say no. And I, you know, everybody has that that right. It's just a matter of believing in yourself and believing in your worth of setting those boundaries and saying no. Sure. Learn from your mistakes, replace the arrow with truth, and eliminate the cause. Love it. All right. Well, those are all our submitted questions today. Do you have any final advice for our Wednesday listeners? All I want to make sure is that all of our listeners understand that these are just candid remarks between a granddaughter and a grandmother. Mm -hmm. And we have a great deal of respect and love for each other. And we hope that we leave that with you today right now and for tomorrow. Love you. Love you. And for everyone listening, if you guys have any questions or you want further advice on a specific subject, I mean, Mima answers any and all questions. So please follow us on Instagram and we are taking all of your questions. So if you have something that you're excited to hear the Mima talk on, please submit your questions to us because I will be equally excited to hear her response. <laughs> Drama, if you don't mind, how do you do that on Instagram? Can you do the steps real quick? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So basically you click on our profile and then there's a message button. Do you know what the term slide into your DMs is, Mima? Have no idea. No? It's like a no. DM means direct message and yes. guys will slide into girls DMs to like hit them up for sexual purposes. Get out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. Shut the front door. No way. Yeah. Do you do you ever slide into Papa's DMs, Mima? Papa doesn't even know what a DM is. <laughs> Papa doesn't even text. He emails. Correct. So. Correct. Yeah, and I think you missed that boat, Mima. <laughs> yeah, no, that well, ship has sailed. Slide your questions into our DMs. Is that good, Mima? And people are going to know how to do that. Whatever you yeah. say, I'm along. All right, I'm here for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I love you, Mima. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs>